Jennifer Walters has a complicated life as a single attorney in her 30s who also becomes a six foot seven green superhero, She-Hulk. Welcome to The Wall Vault with Andre, Michelle, Emily, and Luis. We are a family-friendly podcast where each and every week we watch and review a different Disney movie. Be sure to subscribe on all podcast platforms and YouTube. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to The Wall Vault, episode 186. Why did you turn into an old man? <laughs> like he has no teeth. It's Andre Morton. Stop. Just because your dad don't mean you're that old now, okay? I, I am extremely old. <laughs> and I feel it. Um, what's up, Ooh. guys? Long time no see. <laughs> Long time no hear. It's so weird. First off. Let's it's very see. weird. Mm-hmm. I came home from work, because here's the deal. We usually will record on a Friday evening, and I work on Friday. Hold on, what is today? Today's Wednesday, but it feels like Friday. This week is Wednesday, Friday. Yeah, because it's Thanksgiving. So it's confusing. Anywho, so I walk in my house, and Andre and Michelle are already here, and I'm like, oh. Are we at your house? Who are you? (laughs) I don't don't know whose use is. And um, it was them, and they are here. It was us. And... um, we haven't done this in so long. I forgot who they were. I forgot who you were. Right. I'm not using my normal You also microphone. forgot where we were recording today. I also forgot I had work yep. today. <laughs> oh. You know. It's a life. A lot of things are forgotten. It's all good. Anywho, what are we doing here? This what week. What is this thing we're doing? We are talking about the oh, 2022 live action Disney Plus original Marvel series. Stop. Stop. She-Hulk, attorney at law. Dun, dun, dun. It's never just one word. <laughs> She-Hulk, what attorney else? at law. What else did I forget? Not just She-Hulk. It's She-Hulk, attorney at law. That's, that's correct. This is a lawyer show, and they really want to make sure that you know that. Um, this is a show starring Tatiana Maslany uh, from Orphan Black and was written or, or show run by Jessica Gao. Uh, where did, where did her stuff <clears throat> I just had all of her information in front of me, and now it's gone. Hmm. Um, <laughs> That's okay. Yes. Um, this show also has Mark Ruffalo as the He-Hulk. Um, he makes an appearance. Or just Hulk. It's just Hulk, I guess. Yeah, He-Hulk. <laughs> I mean, she's She-Hulk. He-He-Hulk. This is not pronoun Hulk, okay? <laughs> this is... I mean, it Regular is. Regular She-Hulk. This is Program Hulk. She is a pronoun. She's the only one that has the pronoun. I know. And it's, it's the title of the show. It's crazy. The baby's here. He's here. Uh, podcast baby says what's up. Um, so, should we give our first impressions of... No, we gotta do questions. Oh, oh, you have a question. That's right. Yeah, let me just move this baby over. We, uh, we determined that Luis does not have a question, but Michelle... Luis doesn't have a question, but I have a question. Okay. Okay. So, the Hulk and She-Hulk have similar powers, right? Very. Okay. I mean, I would hope they do, right? But are they equal or are they just similar? Is that the question? Yeah. Who would win in a fight, She-Hulk versus Hulk? Well, you know, honestly, it's it's very interesting um, because a lot of the time in the in the comics the main difference between She-Hulk and Hulk 
is that Hulk is like a raging monster all the mm -hmm. time. You know, okay. when, every time he's green, he's raging and he's, you know, he's speaking like a four-year-old or whatever. And, <laughs> and Jennifer is a fully functioning human mm -hmm. as, as She-Hulk. Right. Um, but in this show, Hulk is also a fully functioning human. He wears glasses. Hulk don't need no glasses. He's got a Hulk eyes. So stupid. <laughs> um, so if, if, if we're going in the comics, I would say 100% She-Hulk because she can outsmart the Hulk yeah. while she's hulky. But in the context of the MCU, I guess it's definitely possible for Bruce to smack down on, upon She-Hulk in a fight. I would say, at least in regards to that, he's way bigger than she is. is so big. like... She's as strong and as smart, I would say. Um, but he's just bigger. Right. And sometimes when you're bigger, that's just... That's just the way it is, man. That's just going to help you. Okay. Um, but no, I don't think he's, like, stronger than her. Well... Per se. Hulk is the strongest one there is. Stronger than her? That's what he says all the time. Yeah, Hulk no, is the strongest but, one there is. Yeah, but... Uh, we don't the strong, know that. Avenger. the strongest Avenger. Okay, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's that exact exact thing. Yeah, he could say what he... Oh, hello. Dude, the baby. Yeah. Oh, my God, shut up. He's doing happy baby he right can, now. He can yeah. grab both of his toes. I mean, both he of his... He can put them in his mouth, too. Mm-hmm. All right, let's refocus. A lot, of, lot of talent happening around here. You know, yeah, who would, who would win in a fight? Trey versus Jack Jack. <laughs> Trey versus Jack Jack, the baby with superpowers? I'm sorry, Jack no. Jack. Michelle, Jack -Jack uh, I, know, I know what parents love can be blinding, but <laughs> you don't want to lead your child to a death trap I or mean. a death wish, okay? Yeah. Sorry, kid, Jack Jack would win. Yeah, uh, um, there's no, no need for our child to be transported yeah. to another dimension by Jack Jack. <laughs> And that's like the least of our worries. It yeah, also set him on fire. Yeah. How many how many Poison. turkeys do you think Hulk would eat on Thanksgiving? Oh my goodness. A lot. How many tur like full turkeys? I don't know. He's pretty big. I, I mean, yeah. Trick like question, because he's allergic. What? Ooh, allergic to turkey. He's got Hulk allergies. Uh, Hulk no eat turkey. Do you remember in the Avengers Endgame when Hulk came hey, down and Ant-Man lost all his tacos because yeah. the Guardian oh. ship came in yeah. and then he gave him one of his tacos. Yeah. And then he, Hulk only had one taco. You think that's going to hold Hulk over? No. Absolutely I not. I don't think so. He's going to have to go back it's to like the It's like a grain of salt. Well, I think about... <laughs> <laughs> well, I think about like Barry Allen, for example. In the Flash. <clears throat> like the Flash in DC. We don't really get that whole idea in the X-Men with Quicksilver. Right. Like... He's they, not eating all the time, necessarily. Right? He doesn't have to eat the equivalent of how fast he's moving. Right. But you would think... 100,000 calories per day. Right? Yeah. You would think that Hulk would probably have to. They've just never said that. Yeah. But he could probably eat 80 turkeys. But Hulk is also probably. like an indestructible, self-healing super being. So my thing is, if that's the case, mm. then he doesn't get hungry. Yeah, he might not get hungry. He might not have to eat. Do they talk about in that in Hulk the comics? Like, um, I'm sure they do. I don't. I don't remember specifically. And you know, in the movie, in the movies, they have shown Hulk eating. Yeah. You know, at least smart Hulk. I'm trying to remember if there's a time where regular mm. Hulk is eating. I'm gonna get actually no, dude. No, remember he, he, he in that one scene at the diner, he has a ridiculous amount of food. Right, he's got a whole bunch of eggs. He's got a whole so. bunch of pancakes. And he's like, "You guys want some of this?" And they're like, "No, go." He ahead. could probably eat a lot of turkeys, but again. Nolan Void, he's allergic, so. <laughs> <laughs> so here's my thing. 
I said this when we watched Smart Hulk the first time in what? Uh, um, Endgame? Yes, in Endgame. No, was it Endgame? Yeah, that's yeah, the first Endgame. time. Yeah, Endgame. Because he's like absent in Infinity War. Yes. <laughs> I hated it then. Okay. And I hate it now. <laughs> I don't like it. His face right. is... Oh. Now, that, I, I don't know if you know this. That's Mark Ruffalo's face. Yeah, and it shouldn't look like that. <laughs> it shouldn't. I don't like it. Is it the glasses? Is it the forehead? Is it the hairline? What are you thinking? Is it all, all of the above? It's Mark Ruffalo's face on a Hulk. <laughs> now, in terms of like the the CG of it, I think it, I think honestly, he looks really good in this show. And like I remember before going into the show, that uh, the CGI being a major hitting point for a lot of people who watch the trailer. Right. Just like. Ooh, this whole thing looks pretty rough. Yeah. She doesn't look as good as the Hulk has looked in, right. in these movies in the past or whatever. But if you just got a problem with Mark Ruffalo's face, then, you know, that's a personal Emily. Yeah, I don't know. Like, there's a difference between him hulking mm -hmm. and running and all that kind of stuff and him, like, having a conversation with you with glasses on. Right. Like, that, I'm just not... That's a good point. In the first Avengers movie, when he, like, first hulks out... And like you only see like a partial of his face. It's mm -hmm. like it's like over the shoulder or whatever. Mm -hmm. But you can tell like it's Mark Ruffalo's yeah. eyes or whatever. But then I'm about it. he goes through the rest of that movie just being the Hulk and not talking a lot. You're yeah. right, and it's, it it fits a little bit more than him going like him being well, smart Hulk and he's at a your computer blood and the particles and the irradiation. Smart Hulk freaks me out. I think that makes sense. I, I'm ready. I don't like Smart Hulk either, so I feel you. I'm ready to go back to regular Hulk. Hulk you know? smash. Hulk smash, indeed. Like, but, yeah, him in, like, Thor, like, in Love and Thunder. Yes. 100%, like, Thor. him as Hulk. Right, yeah. All the time. The Hulk, Hulk like raging fire. Dude. Thor like little fire. That, that is fantastic. <laughs> this smart Hulk thing just, I don't know, I don't like it. Right. So, uh, we'll be going full spoilers into, into She-Hulk in our discussion here, uh, Smart Hulk is all up in this, um, go. Right, yeah, Hulk, Hulk shows up a bunch, and we get more Hulks as well. Like at the very, very end, we see that Hulk has a son. Um, that freaked me out, dude. I also didn't like that. So, okay, let's wait till we get there. Okay, we, we, let's we do, let's there. do our first impressions. Luis, let's start. Timey wimey, bros. That's all you need to know. It's timey wimey. Okay, well, what was your... No, I didn't like the way he looked. Oh. Which is very rude of me. Well, there's a whole thing online about that. So. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Luis, first impression of She-Hulk. It was good. Okay. Not the best Disney show, but it was good. Okay. Okay, Emily. I liked it. Oh, okay, sorry. I liked it. I liked it more as it went on. Mm, okay. So I was, I mean, I was a, agreeable from the beginning. The sure. first couple episodes were really cute. But then as time went on, I was like, oh, I really like her. I don't think she struck me mm -hmm. in the first two episodes. Right. But her character is very likable over time. And I don't know if I liked her because of all the crap that was happening to her. Like, oh, this poor girl. Right. Uh, poor Jennifer. Didn't want to okay? feel, feel too bad. She's legit, but poor Jennifer. Poor Jennifer. Her poor. Oh. Yeah, dude. Anywho, um, but I did. I liked it overall. The last episode, I think, was just unreal. I loved it. Right. Luis hated it. Okay. Everything about it. Okay. And you know it. You know he did. Okay. I can't wait to get to that. He That's rolled funny. his eyes so hard. Hey, and I was like, breaking this the fourth is sick. <laughs> She's been doing it the whole show. <laughs> Not that hard, though. Yeah, that's that was, true. That was pretty hard. She jumped out of our TV. Okay. Um, well, my first impression, 
Um, this was the first time that I watched a Marvel TV show where I felt like it was a TV show. Mm-hmm. Like all of the other Marvel shows to me felt like long spread out movies. This felt like a TV show. So I appreciated the sitcom aspect. I really like how personable she is, like how relatable she is. Jennifer Walters mm-hmm. and she Hulk both. Um, so this was just fun to me and it was interesting because i went in to this with the worst expectations i was like this is going to be the stupidest show ever i do not care about (laughs) she hulk at all Mm -hmm. and the cgi looks bad and i just think that this show is going to be horrible and then i think by the time megan the stallion came on screen i was like i'm sold i'm done this show is amazing you got me because it just felt more like a sitcom like a tv show like i didn't have to take it seriously i didn't have to worry so much about what was happening the multiversal Um, implications i mean which it there's other things going on, you know, that they're going to bring up in movies and stuff. Mm-hmm. But for me, it was just an easy watch. So therefore, I liked it. felt it. fun. I, yeah. So therefore, I really enjoyed it. Like every week, we're like, yay, She-Hulk. Like I didn't have to like, oh, I have to watch She-Hulk. I have to wrap my mind right, around it. Per- yeah, you didn't have brain. to you know think I mean? about anything mm-hmm. like in yeah. Loki or I mean, right, even Hawkeye. With, even with the really like good ones like, like WandaVision and Loki, like you still have, you to, still have to go like, okay, so the... the Universe is split up right now, and then they're going over here, and there's two, lo- three Loki, there's four, there's five, there's seven Loki, there's a hundred. Exactly. You know, it's, it's, yeah, it's an easier show. I agree yeah. with that. It was to so get easy to get through. Yeah. Right. So that's, that's why I really actually enjoyed this a lot. Um, Andre. Uh, yes, I agree. I think I'm actually higher than almost all of you in, in, in the room. I, I really liked She-Hulk. I thought this was a really, really well-written and well-acted show. Um... I love Tatiana Maslany. Uh, she she was a great Jennifer Walters. Um, I know her from the show Orphan Black, which is a show where I believe she played like twenty different characters throughout okay. throughout the course of the show because mm. it centers around this woman who is being cloned. Oh. I, I believe yes, yes, they're clones, um, and they all have different personalities, and they all live all over the world. So Dang. I, Good God. I, when I see Tatiana Maslany is in something, I'm like, oh, she's going to be good because I've seen her play a million different roles already. Yeah, what, she what, like, TV has it in one it. show. Yeah, right. what, what channel or whatever did that uh, come on? Let me see. Orphan Black. I, I never heard of it. I think it was on like AMC or something like Nine. that. Nine. Uh, hang on a second. Do, 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 do. <laughs> let me just get a synopsis for you real quick. I missed hearing your your thinking it, noises. Oh, it came on Sci-Fi actually. The Sci-Fi, sci-fi. channel. Oh, okay. Um, the description says Sarah is a streetwise woman with a troubled past as an English orphan who bounced around foster homes before being taken in by Mrs. S. Uh, <laughs> Mrs. S. Oh, this, is, this is a much longer <laughs> preview Mrs. than I thought S. it was. Uh, Canadian sci-fi thriller. Uh, created by Canadian Graham Manson. Yeah, I think she's. I think she's might be Canadian <sighs> from Canada. Um, yeah, but it ran. It ran for a few seasons, and uh, it was. It was quite good. So whenever I see Tatiana Maslany in something, I, I know it's going to be a banger because she's. She's quite a, a talented actress. Nice. Um, uh, can but yes, you? Can, I think I thought oh. the show was really funny. The, the whole way through. No, go ahead. What was your question? No, no, no. Yeah. I forgot that we were still on your first impression. So I'm sorry I interrupted it's all you. Good. Um, can you, as we go through these, I mean, I know we go episodically, but can you mm-hmm. kind of go through what happened in the episode as we do it? Yes, 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 yes. I will have them all listed and ready for us. Um, <laughs> wow. Let's see here. So, uh, yeah, that's that's the end of my first impression. I thought I thought this was an awesome show, and it got better as it went along. 
and um, the, the 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 show was like one step ahead of the audience the entire time, and I really appreciated that. Oh, like, hold it was on. always hold like, oh yeah, go ahead. I like that there. I was gonna say this in my first impression. I like that there was really no villain of the show. It was mm-hmm. um, it was situational. Yes, it was. Um, but it was also like. You know, t- toxic masculinity, or well, or no, for sure, the internet was, trolls, or whatever. It you was know? like her versus society, yes, which was cooler, kind of, than being like, oh, the abomination. Yeah, because let's be real, the abomination, Wilson Fisk, or Titania. You know, yeah. Let's be real, which I that. still don't understand that part very much. But go ahead. Emil <laughs> Blonsky and Wong are. Th- just the best. Yeah, the, the I thought I was gonna do that girl and Wong. Madison. Oh my god, I thought I was gonna shit wide. my pants. <laughs> but now what you think? Um, yeah, there's Wongers. a lot of great guest stars on Wongers. on the show. Wongers. Wongers. And what show were they watching? The Sopranos? No. no. I don't know. It yeah, it was Sopranos. I just <laughs> cannot. Very okay. funny. Very funny. Very good bits all the way throughout. Um, and they didn't overdo it. Yes, I'm not exactly. sure how they didn't overdo it because because it was just perfect. Now it's interesting because Emily, you said that um, you you hadn't quite warmed up to her like at first, mm-hmm. but I think um, if I remember correctly, the the order of the episodes was switched around kind of like at the last minute. Mm. Like I think they had like the first episode happening like in the middle of the show like episode five or something like that so you don't see her origin story for a little while she would just start out as Mm, she okay and then you get the backstory later but i guess it wasn't testing well with audiences or something like that so they went and changed the order around before it came out i see um so the first episode is an origin i think it it might be the weakest episode Mm. yeah i think of the bunch first question we had is how does she become the hulk and it was answered perfectly right that was was pretty quick that i liked that that we weren't confused as to origin because i i agree with the test audience i feel like that's (laughs) something you care about because we know about hulk right but we don't know about she hulk right in the in the in the general consensus people don't know um i will say though that i think i had a hard time the first couple times she turned from one to the other Mm -hmm. and I'm really glad. Did we see in that first episode her actually transform? Like, I don't did, w- think so. I don't think we've ever seen her no, face. No, we did. Because didn't they get in the car crash and then they... They did get in the car crash. Um, let me see here. But maybe it wasn't... No, I mean, when I say, like, see her face change, I mean, like, we didn't see it like... Like Jennifer to She-Hulk. Yeah. Oh, yeah, one yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think we did. And I'm... And I think they only saved that. I don't think they only did it like once or twice in the whole show. Because I don't want to see. I'm, I'm <laughs> glad that they didn't do that every time. Right. I we don't need to see like weird they didn't have CGI it in the budget. Happen. Remember? Right. That's that's right. Right. As they explained <laughs> in the final episode. Hey, it makes is, sense. Budget is tight. Um, so yeah. I so, won't even lie. I'm itching to talk about it. <laughs> okay. Um, so let's breeze through the first episode. Like. Um, uh, while attempting to get Bruce to safety, Jennifer was cross-contaminated with his blood, causing her to transform into a Hulk. Bruce takes Jennifer to a secret laboratory in Mexico where he trains her to control her new powers. <sighs> She's able to effortless, effortlessly handle his training regimen, but she rejected the idea of becoming a superhero full-time. 
So, uh, yeah, I really, I really enjoyed the part where, where Hulk was like, wait, Jennifer, you're you? And she's like, yeah, it's me. And he's like, oh, I, I, I thought you were going to be like a crazy raging monster. That was so I know, and he like gives her like the binder of like yes. all the stuff. And she's like, I'm fine. And he's like, what? He was like, so pissed. mad. Like, Are you saying that to transform, you need to be like angry or in a high state of alert? I think as a woman, I'm in that state all the time. Oh. <laughs> Which made it even better because yes. she had such good... Um, I don't know. It was so expertly written. Yeah, yes. like about her how her being yeah. a woman mm-hmm. like made her a better Hulk. A better Hulk. Like that's just killer. Okay, <laughs> it really it's good. killer. Very, very good. Um, let's I see think here. there were women everywhere being like, "Yeah, yes." Mm. Um, Bruce tries to stop her from leaving the secret lab, and the two fight until Bruce reluctantly accepts Jennifer's wish to return to her legal career. Uh, back in court, <laughs> Jennifer is interrupted by superpowered influencer Titania, who violently bursts through a wall while fleeing from her own trial. So funny. Walter transforms, defeats Titania, and returns to normal to make her closing argument. And then from here on, she is forever known to the world as She-Hulk. Attorney at law, <laughs> the the Hulk lawyer, uh, which is which is interesting. So is that okay? I won't even lie. That's where I think that I was getting super confused. So and that all happened in the first episode, mm-hmm. right? The titanium mm-hmm, part. Mm-hmm. Okay, so she. The assumption is she was in her own courtroom. Yes, in an adjacent courtroom, having a trial, and, and she was trying to like, get out of that. I don't think so. I'm out of here. She yeah, burst so through she a wall. Yeah, she just burst through a wall. And it's into Jennifer's there. courtroom now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because I keep thinking, like, how, how did, did this she just randomly happen? Yeah, how did she just find Jennifer? Or, I, you I, know, I think Titania finds herself in court quite a bit. You know, <laughs> she knows all about this courtroom. Right. Okay. <laughs> She's very familiar with these halls of the courtroom. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, she stops. She's, she's able. <laughs> Jennifer's able to stop her and um, you know take her down, and she becomes famous for it. So in the next episode, Superhuman <laughs> Law, um, Jennifer gains public notoriety after defeating Titania and is dubbed the She-Hulk, which she does not like. Um, <laughs> however, the case is declared declared a mistrial after the defense successfully argues that her fight with Titania influenced the jury, and she is fired from the district attorney's office. Um, but then she uh, is offered a position by opposing counsel GLK and H <laughs> and accepts, bringing along her best friend Nikki Ramos as her paralegal. Nikki. Okay. Nikki is the, the best. best character in this the show. The best. She's oh, hilarious. Uh, she keeps it 100. <laughs> 100 percent at a time i cannot with her she's so but funny. wait what's the dude's name oh the guy pug oh, um, pug yes oh, pug he yeah. was also very i almost funny. said pudge <laughs> are they together i don't think or are so. they just like bffs yeah, I, yeah they, they're just bffs dude because the, same office, the two of them right? together they're great they're hilarious um, and they only get better with time as the show goes on and they like open up more, you know, and you get to hear more about their characters. I just love that she, even though the world is just coming down on poor Jennifer, she has some ride or dies. Okay? Oh, yeah. She's got so- some homies. <laughs> For real. She is so- not alone. Um, do, 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 do. Get in that mouth. Okay. Uh, so in the second episode, let's see here. On her first day at GLKNH, uh, Holden Holloway informs her that he wants her to head up the firm's new superhuman law division and work as She-Hulk full-time. Her first case is to represent Emil Blonsky, a.k.a. The Abomination, from the 2011 
The Incredible Hulk. Wait, no, 2008. Yeah, 2008. The Incredible Hulk movie. And I'm Same glad actor. we did an episode on that, honestly, yes. because... I mean, they brought a lot of stuff back from I feel like we would have been that. confused if you hadn't seen that. I mean, I think they kind of they kind of uh, do an okay job explaining who he is, but at the same time, he the 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 monster version of Abomination looks different than than yeah. he did in that movie. He's got the fins on his on his ears, and I don't um, know if I love that. Right. Well, in the movie, he had like the bones coming out of his back as like little spikes. Yeah, I didn't like disgusting. I didn't like that. That's also disgusting. <laughs> I like that they made him more reptile like. Yeah, yeah, I do too. It, it, it's it's a it's a cooler, cleaner look. Um, so Emil is, is at a parole hearing, um, and initially Jennifer is reluctant to uh, be his counsel because technically he tried to kill her cousin, Bruce, um, back in Hard. the day. Hard. <laughs> Not just kind of, <laughs> but like here, murder, murder. Um, but Jennifer goes and gets Bruce's approval and accepts the case as he departs inside a Sakaran spacecraft um, up into the sky on a secret mission to go back home or to, to go back to space. To Sakaar, where he was, uh, where he was in Thor Ragnarok. Night dress. Um, in the third episode, the people versus Emil Blonsky. Uh, I like all the I like all the legal names. She-Hulk represents Emil Blonsky, aka the Abomination, but his parole hearing doesn't go as planned. Oh, hold on, we need to pause here. Yes. I know that we're going into this, mm -hmm. but. I don't know about you, but the minute I saw him on stage, on stage, <laughs> on screen, I was like, I need to know how he was fighting in... How he was fighting Wong in Shang-Chi. Yes. Yes, exactly. How? Because that was the last time we saw the Abomination. Because I'm up in here like, he's in jail though. And in that he's movie, in they're, they're, Wong is fighting Abomination and he ends up beating him in, the, in their battle. And then later we see them in like a locker room and they're like, you know, tending to each other's <laughs> wounds or whatever. Like, hey, oh, good fight, like buddy, good fight, bro. Yeah. And then eventually Wong opens a portal and they both walk through it. And so, like, what what is going on? So then on you there? think, like, you just buds, or like, right. what's like, happening how, here? How are you guys friends? When did you meet? <laughs> and why are you here? And why isn't the abomination? Well, and that's really what doesn't make sense because if the abomination's been in jail, like, how did he meet Wong? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think what? they do eventually explain in the show. Oh yeah, he said Maybe he not was not looking episode. for. a somebody like that, a worthy opponent in, yeah. yes in order for wong to ascend to sorcerer supreme after dr strange got snapped um he had to fight like a worthy opponent and he found emil in in prison i guess and he looked up famous supervillains who are currently incarcerated <laughs> and then uh, was able to to get in touch with him and then they, they like started hanging out program. yeah 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 he started writing him letters and stuff hey you dearest emil <laughs> um, i cannot so yeah, at, but it was good because then it it leaves you guessing in a very good way yes. as to what like how and why and, and it's so, very intriguing. So Wong shows up here as like a key witness in <laughs> in Abomination's uh, trial. Let's see here. Um, the best thing about Abomination at the trial too is that he has like a like groupies he's got like, like all harem. this women <laughs> <laughs> because he said what did he say he said he was gonna start like a like a like a harem it's like a retreat yeah a retreat and he's like these are my these are all my girlfriends I soulmates mean, right yes his oh soulmates. yeah my soulmates his soulmates this like, dude dang. is a cult leader it's yeah. crazy and so like the whole time you know i'm watching the show i know the abomination as a bad guy 
So like, I'm like, oh man. He's just a hippie. Jennifer's about to get him out of jail and he's just gonna go back straight to abominating. You know, he's, he's gonna be a bad guy for sure. For sure. He's gonna stomp around and break some stuff and Jennifer's gonna have to stop him um, the entire time. And the fact that that's not what ends up happening is, is very good and very funny to me. Um, and now abomination is kind of just, you know, chilling out in the woods. He's like smart <laughs> abomination. Yes, mm -hmm, yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. but, but not as abomination. He's like, I was never a bad guy. <laughs> I, was, I was working for the government. <laughs> what he said. I won't even lie. I really liked him. Yes. I was expecting to hate him. Like you said, like you were expecting around every corner to be like, um. Here comes the evil plan. Nah, if Wong's friends with him, I'm friends with him. Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> right. Wong trusts him. And I Wong guess we, we got to trust Wong. Wongers. <laughs> <laughs> um. So at the trial, uh, Blonsky is released on parole, but forbidden from transforming again. Uh, meanwhile, Jennifer's colleague, Dennis Bukowski, this is that other lawyer who's like the hugest oh. Uh, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. D-word in the world. Gosh, you know? I hate that guy. <laughs> he approaches the Superhuman Law Division for a case involving his ex-girlfriend, Runa, a shape-shifting light elf from New Asgard, <laughs> who, who defrauded this him girl. by impersonating Megan yes. Thee Stallion. Um, this is the Megan Thee Stallion episode. So, like, leading up to the show, like, I think Megan Thee Stallion tweeted, and I just happened to be following Megan Thee Stallion. Because um, she's awesome. And, and she was like, I'm about to be a She-Hulk. I'm like, what? Excuse? Excuse me? And the way that she was in the show was absolutely Perfect. hilarious. Unreal. I loved it the entire time. It was, it was, it was so funny. Um, Especially when they were twerking at the end. <laughs> but that's, it's so funny because that, it would have still been fabulous without that. Sure. Like, it added, Oh, for sure, but that but was like, funny it was. It was, it was great. It was killer. Just because this dude believed that Megan Thee Stallion wanted to date him, <laughs> even though he probably owns a mirror. I, I don't know. I assume. Um, but he, <laughs> okay. But he, uh, he, he, he reminds was, me of that dude with the little uh, carrot top fro from uh, New Girl. Carrot what? top fro from uh, New Girl. Schmidt's friend. Schmidt's friend. Oh, he wasn't He wasn't a carrot top. He was like a, yeah. I know who you're talking about. He's in the first couple episodes. He, hmm. Anywho. Hmm. 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 I don't know. It's the one who, he was like rich and he was always very rude. <laughs> very rude. Anywho, whatever. Um, anyway, yeah. That, that's that guy that, hates. That exactly describes Dan, Dennis Bukowski. Um, Bukowski. So uh, Pug gets assigned to this case. Um, his name is Augustus Pug Pugliese. 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 Um, Jennifer helps Pug win the case. Uh, after participating in a televised interview, Jennifer, Jennifer is attacked by the Wrecking Crew in an alley, a four-man criminal group consisting of the Wrecker, Piledriver, Bulldozer, and Thunderball. And the only reason those names are in this description is because those are comic book characters, <laughs> and they do show up a lot and fight the big, strong superheroes like hmm. Thor and Hulk and the, the Thing from the Fantastic Four. Um, Interesting. They just sound like a bunch of idiots. Yeah, I mean, did they, yes. did they just have like modified Chitari uh, weapons? It says that they have as stolen Asgardian construction tools. Okay. Mm. So they're all of Asgard, made by you know the dwarves of Svartalheim or whatever. <coughs> Ooh. <coughs> all right. Well, I've been playing God of War Ragnarok, so I am uh, you know n nose deep <coughs> in Norse mythology. Right Let now. me tell you all about it. <laughs> so He's I like, I'm a professional. All about Thor, Mjolnir. We, we should be talking about a different show. Um, I'm the Doctor Selvig of real life. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, <laughs> right Andre Selvig. Selvig. Oh, you guys, if you guys haven't started watching Andor yet, you got to get on it because I have not Dr. heard. Dr. Selvig is in it and he I have is, not heard good things. You so haven't? I don't really want to well, watch I'm it. I'm going to let you know on this show right Emily now. Emily doesn't like Star Wars. That, that is, is not true. I'm going to let you know on this show right now that Andor is the best Star Wars show that exists. Yeah, a lot of people disagree with you though, babe. So that's a conversation for Whatever. And <laughs> it might be like my favorite Star Wars thing of all time. Like, Really? You can't really, copy me. Really, really good. Don't copy me. You didn't say that on this, this podcast before How's me? this? Who likes Star Wars first, Michelle? Him. Don't copy me. Don't and copy him. And whose favorite Star Wars movie is Therefore, Andor was going to be my favorite show. Oh, right? Okay, all right. Anyway, anyway, She-Hulk. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Let's see here. Wait, where did did we establish the stupid magician guy has? That's the, the next sling episode. Ring? Okay, okay. Uh, is this not real magic? And this is the Madison episode. Okay, uh. Uh, <laughs> we see Donnie Blaze, uh, who is a magician at the Mystic Castle. Hold on. They better oh, bring that guy back. God, <laughs> they yes, bring him back. So funny. Well, the, oh yeah, we're gonna have to see him it's again. It's so funny because you know his name is Donnie Blaze. And in the comics, Ghost Rider, one of the Ghost Riders, his name is Johnny Blaze. And I think uh, that they were trying to, like, you know, play a something on that, you know, I guess. But was I don't he know. annoying? No. Uh, this guy. <laughs> this guy was quite annoying. Um, so he's a magician at the Mystic Castle, but he was expelled from Camartage for misusing his powers. Uh -huh. hilarious. Um, he uh -huh. sends an audience member named Madison King to another dimension <laughs> where she makes a deal with a demon before being transported to Wong's home in Camartage. <laughs> and Madison think, is a hoot. Do you think that that might have been a part of it? Like where like he made a deal with the devil, so she made a deal with the demon type of thing? Yeah, I, I, mm -hmm. I think so. I, I think maybe. She's like, well, just let this stuff keep happening to me. Um, <laughs> She's I really like, like so this I went style. to another dimension. <laughs> yes. Uh, I thought I was going to die. Madison gets called to the stand. Uh, Dude, I love that character so much. It's like, this is just a normal, like, weak and rager for her. <laughs> She's like, yeah. She's yeah. I have crazy stories from all times, but this is the first time I went she to just a plops demon. on Wonger's couch. Um, <laughs> Wonger's. Um, he's like, that you know, name. He, he's so mad. He's like, you're a crazy magician transport you. And she's like, yeah. <laughs> um, also in this episode, Jennifer creates a profile on a dating app in the hopes of expanding her social life. Oh. But she has little success until she changes it from a Jennifer Walters profile to a She-Hulk profile. Um... Also, uh, Donnie Blaze accidentally unleashes a swarm of demons at one of his shows by using the, sli the stolen sling ring. Um, Wong and Jennifer send them back to hell before threatening uh, Donnie Blaze and Willows. Oh, I think that was his magician lawyer. <laughs> the, the fact that his lawyer was a magician is so funny. <laughs> He's like trying to back him up on everything. He's like, yeah. <laughs> it's magic code. <laughs> so did you guys think that they were from Shang-Chi? angry area those little demon things no oh interesting because Luis and i immediately were like oh, oh that's those are those creeper things at those the end same of they hecka looked like it but they were extremely weak compared yeah and well, weren't and those things bigger and have like wings and stuff yeah i guess that's true or tentacles one of the other those little things had wings too dude oh okay I don't know. Those that was one of the first things we thought about that it looked kind of like that. Mm. But it's then, a good you point. Know, it's creepy stuff, so I guess it can all look yeah. similar. And and yeah. you know, it is being pulled from another dimension, so it definitely definitely could be. You know that 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 makes that makes some sense. It's 
same genus, otherworldly uh, creatures. <laughs> same genus. Same genus. Oh, bless you. Um, Donnie Blaze. Oh, wait, right, right, right. Can uh, nobody say Andre wasn't paying attention in biology, okay? That's right. Species. Nobody can say genus. that. <laughs> nobody. Oh, it's genus, then species. Moving on. That's nice, because um, I didn't know. <laughs> Emily did not pay attention in biology. Um, Donnie Blaze gets threatened into complying with a cease and desist order. Neither did I. I was rapping. You were oh. rapping? In biology. Oh. Spitting tracks. Oh, okay. Spitting I, I, I tracks. I need to get the SoundCloud link to this. I want to hear the, <laughs> the, the Louise spitting. mix. <laughs> um, Jennifer learns that Titania has been freed from jail and is filing a lawsuit against her because she trademarked the name She-Hulk, which is just the pettiest move <laughs> on earth. That's hella funny. Truly petty. <laughs> I think that's why it's extra funny is that we're now into girl race. Yeah. Like, Did you guys watch the TV show The Good Place? No. No. Oh. The girl who plays Titania is on that show. Right. She was a, she was a major uh, character on, on The Good Place. She played a rich bitch on that one? She played, excuse you. Um, she played a very snobby British lady um, on that show. And so it was interesting to see her play this like valley girl. I was not expecting an American accent to, to come out of her mouth. Um, so let's see. The next episode is called Mean Green and Straight Poured Into These Jeans. Um, <laughs> but did did we already see her bad dates and how people only want her because I think she's that's this I think that's this episode. Oh, okay. Right, because she's poured into these jeans so she can go on these dates with these weirdos. Um, <laughs> so Titania has trademarked the name She-Hulk for a new line of beauty products, uh, which angers Jennifer, obviously. Uh, her boss warns her that she needs to deal with the situation quickly and assigns Mallory Book as her attorney for the case since she can't represent herself. Um, Nikki and Pug come up with a plan to acquire a superhero outfit for Walters yes. from Luke Jacobson, who is like the highly exclusive I heck of wanted Taylor. Melvin to come back, man. Right, Melvin from Daredevil. And it's interesting that Daredevil was linked in this as well. Yes. As a person who has been to a person who makes suits. Yeah. You know? We definitely were <clears throat> expecting Melvin. Right. Mel Until we got inside the, like, Wait, place. Did Melvin die? No, Melvin didn't die, dude. I don't think so. I don't remember. I, I, need I to hope do not. I, I like to do a Daredevil him. we watch. Um, but yes, Melvin was a, was, a, was a character in that in that show that made Daredevil suit. Um, so Luke Jacobson uh, agrees to make... Uh, Jennifer some some suits after he learns uh, about about a little bit about who she is. Um, well, we don't know that Melvin was making him the Daredevils or that this guy was making him the Daredevil suits. Maybe he was just making his attorney suits. Okay, maybe. But we did see the Daredevil helmet in That's his true. That's true. in his like office, um, and that was like the major tease for yeah, Daredevil. You're right, you're right. In this episode, but I don't think Daredevil actually shows up until like episode nine or. Something I won't like even that. lie to you. Almost peed my pants. Yeah. <laughs> but let's, let's wait until we can okay. pee our pants in a minute. So we'll we say just it get at a, the same time, trust me. Yeah, just get a little bit of pee right here in this episode. Just, ah! Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I think she was dating people before this episode because remember, she was already supposed to be associated as She-Hulk before it was trademarked. Right, well, in, the, was, like, in, in, the case. in the last episode, it said that she made a profile as Jennifer Walters but um, wasn't getting much success. So oh, I, okay. I don't know if she ended up actually going on any dates, but she was definitely, you know, trying to make matches and whatnot. Um, and then she started getting the creepos. Exactly. So in this episode... Creepo-beepo. Um, <laughs> 
Walters is annoyed to discover that Todd Phelps, one of her unsuccessful dates, is also a client at her firm. Um, but this helps her realize that she can use her dating app history to establish a past record of her identifying as She-Hulk before Titania tried to gain the, the trademark. Um, using her past date's testimonies, Jennifer wins the case and establishes a tentative friendship with uh, Ma Mallory Book, and then Jennifer later acquires her new customized outfits from Jacobson. Uh, so yeah, this is where she goes on all the dates. Uh, she goes on. Dude, and they're so bad. Dates oh. with, uh, the only one that ends up working out for her is the one with the doctor, uh, the very good-looking doctor. The very good-looking doctor. <laughs> yeah, until he saw her as Jennifer, he was right, like, Ooh. and then he really dropped quite a few points in, in the in the. Yeah, he went manosphere. from looking real cute to being like, okay, right, all right, I guess. This also doesn't make any sense. He's looking, you know, he he was with She-Hulk the night before. And uh, then he wakes up and she's Jennifer Walters and he's like, oh, and he like tries to sneak out of her apartment. And <laughs> he's like, oh, no, I don't like the real you at all. Gosh, I just Men. cannot. <laughs> I cannot. Men suck. He likes a big lady. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see here. In the next Oh, episode, can I, can oh, yeah, I say go, this? I haven't course. said it yet. Um, that's one of the things, too, is that I know it's her face on She-Hulk. Mm-hmm. But it almost is too different for me. Like... Mm. From her face from, to yeah. She-Hulk's face? Yeah. I think it's because of the hair. The hair, maybe? The hair definitely changed. I, I think it's the hair. If we had seen her maybe once or twice, like, on a date or at the wedding mm -hmm. with, like, She-Hulk hair, like, say she had done her hair. Like, oh, she had, like, straightened her hair. Yeah, she got it, done up to go yeah. to the wedding. And it looked like that. Mm. I think it might have... That makes sense. Like, like bridged a gap for me. That's interesting. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with you. I almost wonder if they kind of did that on purpose just to make the distinction that much more between Maybe. Jennifer and She-Hulk. Yeah. And just keep the curly hair when you're this and the long straight hair when you're this. And we won't go in between at all. Never. Never. <laughs> no perms for either of you. Um, <laughs> no, we should never have perms on anybody. <laughs> nay, nay, nay. Nay, nay. Um, the next episode is called Just Jen. Uh, where Jennifer is invited to be a bridesmaid at her old friend Lulu's <laughs> wedding, as we were just mentioning. Um, so she gets to the she gets to the wedding and she goes as She-Hulk, right? Because she's finally like embraced that She-Hulk is like good for her, and so she's like, you know what? I'm showing up as She-Hulk. I'm gonna see all my old friends and I'm gonna stun on them. And she and she there. comes in looking hot as right. Hot. She's uh, straight poured into these these this dress. I would say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh man, there's a lot of costumes in that box. Um, <laughs> Non sequitur. Sorry. Uh, uh, let's see here. The the so all of her old friends, all these people that she knows from her her old friend Lulu's wedding, um, they're all like, "Oh my God, Jennifer! Wow, look at your butt! OMG!" Uh, <laughs> You're really good at that. <laughs> I listen to that big butt song a lot. Um, <laughs> Shut up. So, uh, they're all very impressed with She-Hulk, but then uh, Bride, Lulu, she comes in and turns into to Bride Hulk, and she's like, I do not like this. I did not tell you to come as She-Hulk. You better tone it down. Put those boobs away. I don't like any of it. And Jennifer, like, unfortunately agrees. She's like, all right, I guess I'll, <laughs> I'll tone it down and just be normal old Jennifer at this wedding, even though I was feeling good, looking good, you know? Um... Titania also makes an appearance at the wedding, obviously <laughs> to spite Jennifer, um, but she plays it off like she's dating some dweeb <laughs> in the background, I guess, uh, which is funny. 
on the sea. Following a brief fight, Titania breaks down and storms off. Meanwhile, uh, Mallory... Oh, yeah, broke, they actually fight. Like, like They actually <laughs> throw hands at this wedding. Um, <laughs> Mallory Book and Nikki work on a divorce case for a superhuman called Mr. Immortal. I really like this storyline. Um, hold on, hold on. That's freaking hilarious. Hold that on. dude is... Uh, hold on, back up. <laughs> at the wedding... Yes. There'd be, a, the there'd be a pretty cute dude coming up trying to see what's up with a Jennifer. What was his name? Josh? I don't know. Something like that. Don't Dude, what, what ticked me off about that particular scene, mm-hmm. how they did her heck of dirty, had her walk down the aisle with a dog. <laughs> if I were, if I were <laughs> that friend, I legit, like, legitimately would have been like, bleep your dog, I'm out. Right. I would left. Yeah. No question to ask. Doesn't run it past me once. Right. Nah. Walking Bunch. down an aisle with an so. ugly dog. Yeah, that dog was ugly, man. <laughs> that poor dog. Um, <laughs> so yeah, she she's basically not having a good time at this wedding, um, be- specifically because of Lulu. Until Josh shows up and starts sweet talking her, and they start flirting hard, you know, and it's cute, you know, and they're hanging out and they're vibing, and we're like, all right, Jennifer's got a, a win here at least. At least this is nice. Um, meanwhile, with Mallory Book and uh, Mr. Immortal. This dude. Hold is on, which one is Mr. Immortal? So, Mr. Immortal. Remind is, me. That's the dude who uh, cannot find the courage to separate from his spouses from or girlfriends. Any of his spouses, and he's immortal. So he has been living for what did he say, like seven hundred years or something like Pretty that. Pretty much kills himself, fakes his death, and then oh, leaves. He just fakes his death all the time. <laughs> and literally, he's in the meeting with Mallory Book and Nikki, and he's explaining all of this to them. And they're like, "This dude is an idiot." And they're saying all this out loud. And they're like, "You can't be serious. You are so wrong. You need to apologize and be better to your women." And they're like, he's putting, like, they're like putting in the like consequence papers or whatever, like an apology. Yeah, like say you're sorry. And he's literally like. Well, was it like two minutes of eye contact or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's literally like, bye, and he jumps out a window and, you know, <laughs> pretends to off himself. Uh, again. Again. Like, uh, again. He, he does this a lot. You can't just tell people that you do that and then try to do that. <laughs> like, wow. Also, too, I think he said uh, he was married to that one British queen whose husbands all died. Queen Elizabeth, I think. <laughs> not Elizabeth, Victor- Victoria. Victoria. I think, I think yes. One of them, dude. Uh, it's not a It was freaking hilarious. It was. It was very funny. I it really, really like the the Mr. Immortal storyline. <laughs> so uh, stupid, though. <laughs> very silly. Um, <laughs> so let's see here. Back at the wedding. Um, oh, oh! After resolving the case. Uh, Mallory Book and Nikki discover several death threats directed at She-Hulk on Intelligentsia's message board, which is maintained by an individual known as Hulk King. Elsewhere, scientists working for Hulk King spy on Jennifer and plan another attempt to steal a blood sample from her. So I think this is where we see Josh and Jennifer go on like a couple days. Is that, is that this episode or is that after? I think it's the next one. You're right. It is. It is after the next one. Uh, the next one, by the way, is called the retreat. Yes. Where <laughs> Jennifer um, does go out on several dates with Josh. So it's at the beginning of this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he eventually disappears and starts ghosting her after they sleep together. <laughs> so, Ugh. which is just like dirty dog Typical move, man. man. Dirty dog move. Because we see the whole montage of them having nice days. And, and they were nice, really and sweet little cute, days. And they're flirting and whatnot. And Jennifer's smiling. And it's nice. And then this nice. fool just disappears. 
and Jennifer keeps texting him and texting or actually no, she no, she's she contemplating keeps opening texting. her phone. Yeah, she all she wants to see the text come in from Josh. Oh, sorry or whatever, but it 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 does not come. Um, <laughs> it does not come. So. Uh, while anticipating a text from him, she receives a call from Emil Blonsky's parole officer who informs her that the inhibitor that stops him from turning into abomination is broken and he wants her to go to Blonsky's ritual retreat uh, called Summer Twilight <laughs> to check on him. <laughs> um, when the parole officer leaves, Manbull and El Aguila accidentally, <laughs> dis- oh my gosh, accidentally destroy her car. Manbull would be the perfect like, <laughs> intro to uh, Inhumans. Yeah, you know, I was thinking, I, I, I wasn't sure what they were doing with him, but in Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness, there was also that like green bull guy, and I was like, are these are these two dudes related? Are they from the same pocket dimension, or is this his son? What what's going on here? Um, but I think this guy, I think what this show is doing is um, letting the world, up. setting the stage that like mutants exist. Yeah, you know, and they're just out I there. I said that and too. Abundant. Right, they, there's just a whole bunch of people who got powers, and we don't really know why, but it's it's happening right now. Um, I think what was really interesting with this one too was that um, <laughs> that the parole officer didn't want to go by himself. Right? Yeah, he didn't. He was go like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, see abomination. You're going." <laughs> he was like, "I don't think so." Yeah, that's very it's very scary. Um, so anyway, Manbull and this <coughs> Matador dude are <laughs> are fighting, and. Um, he, 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 the matador dude keeps explaining that he's not, he's not a matador. He is El Aguila, which is, what is that? What does that, what does that mean? Is that the eagle or something like that? What an was eagle. it? eagle. It, it was an eagle. Was it like a luchador? Yeah, I guess so. But he really did not want to be associated with, uh, with bulls or, <laughs> or fighting bulls. <laughs> and the fact that they are fighting each other, man bull and El Aguila, uh, just like, uh, it was, it was, it was, uh, too sweet. Um, <laughs> Let's see here. Despite the retreat lacking internet and cell coverage, Jennifer continues to nervously await a response from uh, her boyfriend. Uh, she attends a group therapy session with Emil Blonsky, Manbull, El Aguila, Porcupine, Saracen, and Wrecker, where she recognizes from one of the dudes who beat her up in that alleyway, or tried to beat her up. Actually, she beat them up. Yeah, she beat, she got real <laughs> She hoped out and, and stomped on them. Um, and this group therapy session of like <laughs> C-level supervillains all convince her to delete his uh, contact info from her phone and let go of her feelings towards him. And she does, and she feels much better. It is then revealed that three days later, Miller secretly cloned Jennifer's phone and stole a sample of her blood on behalf of Hulk King after sleeping with her. Just. Awful. So disgusting. Absolutely terrible. You can't steal people's blood. I, I mean, there's a lot of things you're not supposed to be doing. In this you can't situation. be stealing all kinds of stuff. You can't be stealing stuff. blood. You can't be stealing this footage that you, you set up a secret camera. Oh. Yeah, it was, oh. it was all kinds of nastiness. Oh. Yeah, the theme of the show is men are nasty. Right. <laughs> um, Ay, caramba. Speaking of nasty men, the next episode is called Ribbit and Rip It. Yay. <laughs> Trey, you remember that? Ribbit and Rip It. Ribbit and Rip It. We kept doing that with Trey, like, for at least a week. Um, so Jennifer takes on a new case representing Leapfrog, <laughs> oh, who wishes to sue um, uh, Jacobson, the, the costume maker, for giving him a faulty super suit. Oh, Jacobson can't. is represented by the one and only 
Matt Murdock. I literally squealed. Cried. It's awesome. He walks into the Audrey and I were both like, <laughs> he's here he's here he's here and he's awesome like it is perfect he is the best he comes in and starts lawyering hard you know he's like uh, wait a minute you put jet fuel in the super suit is it say in the manual to put in jet fuel and they're like no i don't think it did and like that's right you, you <laughs> uh operator error or whatever yeah User super error, you exactly dip. and uh i believe it also comes out uh in this particular court case that like um, they're asking for Jacobson's like records and stuff to be public so that um, they can review if he's, you know, if anybody else needs to be sued for faulty supersuits. And Matt Murdock argues very hard that like, well, he deals in in privacy and his his yeah. clientele needs a certain amount of confidentiality, uh -huh. and he cannot legally be bound but to let that information go and it's like okay cover your own secret identity I yeah i know okay. let's go use I'll the lawyer skills i like it um so then uh jennifer and matt meet up at like a bar and they start chatting it up mm -hmm. and the tension is thick I literally was like, this is what I needed. This is the couple I didn't know I needed, and right. now I ship. I, this is the couple I didn't know I needed. Like, think In a the, good way, though. Like, It's awesome. It makes sense. It makes perfect sense. And it, the weird, the weirdest part is, I don't know if they ever dated in the comics. No? And, you know, comics are crazy. They're like soap operas. Everybody dates everybody. Like, <laughs> Spider-Man, I think, has dated Captain Marvel before. You know, it, right. it's a whole, there's a whole bunch of nonsense happening there. But I don't think... Jennifer and Matt had ever dated, which is crazy because they're both superheroes and lawyers at the same exact time. I won't even lie to you. Um, I know that this isn't like, it's like outside Netflix mm -hmm. daredevil, right? but I hate Electra Nacho so <laughs> much. <laughs> Electra, who in... <sighs> The 2003 Daredevil movie with Ben Affleck is played by Jennifer Gardner, and that's where their their little uh, love affair started. Uh, wow. Just a little fun fact. But in the in the Netflix show, she's like the assassin for the hand, and she and Matt end up kind of you know falling in love, and they 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 fight, and they 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 went to college together. Yeah, and stuff they like knew that. they knew each other and early then on. They have but... to fight as Elektra and Daredevil, you know, over some hand ninja stuff. I just and... don't like. Her. Right. And I don't know if it's that I didn't like the actress for it or mm. what, but they, in my mind, they have no reason to be together because right. they're so incompatible. You didn't like her as a love interest. No. Mm. Yeah, fight all you want, but like they just were incompatible. <laughs> incompatible? Is that how you yeah, say it? Yeah. But like Jennifer and him. Jennifer and Matt. Yes and yes. Yes. I don't know who chose yes that, but I'm going to say yes, yes, and it's yes. It's really great. I, I really enjoy their relationship as it builds, especially in this episode. And then um, they bang. So they so they flirt a little bit wow. right here in the bar. Um, then uh, we take it to the streets where uh, <laughs> uh, Jennifer has to go save Leapfrog from... Ribbity and <laughs> From Daredevil, <laughs> who is who has tracked him down and is chasing him, right? So uh, Daredevil and She-Hulk meet in this moment. It's a team up. Outside of, uh, you know, Jennifer and Matt. And then, yes, they, they, they team it on up and take out a warehouse. There's a classic Daredevil hallway fight. Yes. That is interrupted by She-Hulk. She's like, what are you doing? <laughs> He's like, well, I, I, just, I like to take my time. Um <laughs> <laughs> 
That was fantastic. He's the, he's sitting there doing his daredevil thing where he's like, there's six people inside the building. Right. And there's one walking here. And she's like, uh-uh. She goes in. She's like, ah, I'm just going to smash stuff. So. How about I just Gosh. break these dudes' backs? Um, so good. <laughs> and I love that she gives zero. She's like, I'm mm-hmm. coming in hard. You're a right. bad guy. You deserve it. Bye. Uh, you know, Matt's coming in and he's, you know, he's explaining how he's superheroes to her. He's like, yeah, I go in quiet and I go in smooth and I, you know, I, I beat people up and I wear the mask and I can see I have radar vision and whatever. And um, she's like, okay, well, I, that's not me. I'm, uh, I'm keeping my face out here and I'm just going to punch a couple people and be done with it. Move <laughs> like I smash things. Um, so. I Hulk smash. Right. So there's that. <laughs> So, uh, let's see here. Matt reveals to Jennifer that um, Leapfrog actually kidnapped Jacobson, and the two work together to rescue Jacobson um, before they do sleep together. Uh, bang, as you, as you put it. Mm-hmm. Um, Stop! <laughs> the next day, Jennifer attends the Southern California Law Awards Gala, where she accepts a Female Lawyer of the Year Award. And in the episode, Jennifer's like, wait. This episode's not over? We're doing the gala? Isn't that supposed to be like the big finale or whatever? I can't believe that's happening now. And uh, they make their way over there. And it turns out that the, 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 the female lawyer of the year award isn't quite as special as she thought it was going to be. It turns out like nine of them ladies <laughs> all get Aww. female of the year awards. And they're it's like, like every female lawyer. Like, what's it like to be a female lawyer? And the first Just lady's the like... Same as a male lawyer. <laughs> The first, yeah, the first lady's like, it's, it's so empowering. And the second is like, it's the same as being a male lawyer. And then Jennifer <laughs> goes up and she's just like, I just want to thank everybody and thank my colleagues and whatnot. Oh, he is out. Um, oh, oh, oh there's, a, then, there's a sleepy baby. As Jennifer is giving her acceptance speech for her portion of the one-ninth of an award, <laughs> uh, the, the, the screen is interrupted by hackers. Okay? They hack in and start saying that... Um, this is intelligentsia. She-Hulk is a phony. She's a fake. She sucks. She's awful. Here's the proof. She's all, all, all an S-word. Can I, I'll beat myself. She's a slut. And, um, I like how that has anything to do, <laughs> you right. know? Anything to do with anything she's about. Like, yeah. It doesn't make so, any sense. So, because slut-shaming is where it's hey, at. Hey, slut-shaming is me. the new witch-shaming. I know. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it was also the old witch-shaming. They used to shame them, too. Um... But Scarlet Witch can be a regular witch, and we're not yes, going to say anything. Exactly. So, um, so they they play the, the 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 sex tape that Josh secretly recorded from their from their from their night together. Disgusting. At this place, oh, up. She Hulk absolutely rages out. Right. Yeah, I she, would too. She breaks the screen. Everybody starts running. She goes outside. Damage control has arrived. They're trying to pop off and. Uh, you know, shoot guns, pop, pop, mm. and whatnot. And, <laughs> shoot guns, pop, pop. <laughs> Is this the same damage control from Miss Marvel? Yes. Same damage control from Miss Marvel and same damage control from Spider-Man No Way Home. They also arrest aye, him aye, and aye. try to get him in trouble. And that's when Matt Murdock comes to defend um, um, Peter. Peter Parker. <laughs> um, then that, and then that, then that episode ends. The last episode, episode nine, is Whose Show Is This? Where... Jennifer is released from damage control custody, but is forced to wear an inhibitor to prevent her from transforming. She loses her job at GLKNH because if she can't be She-Hulk, then she can't be a lawyer there. And, you know, she attacked people on company property or whatever. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Nikki and Pug infiltrate an intelligentsia event where they learn that Phelps, Todd Phelps, this is one of her her terrible dates, 
who presented like he's he said that he bought a, a Wakandan spear and he was like Wakanda forever in the middle of a of a building a, a restaurant it was it was awful yeah and everyone gagged yeah it was like <laughs> but it is revealed that this uh, idiot is the Hulk King and Emil Blonsky as the Abomination is serving as a motivational speaker at a retreat where Todd Phelps is at. Um, Jennifer arrives at the event and confronts Todd Phelps, who injects himself with her blood and transforms into a Hulk. After Titania and Bruce Banner unexpectedly appear at the ensuing fight, a confused Jennifer destroys her inhibitor and breaks the fourth wall to confront the show's writers in Marvel Studios Assembled. So she literally busts out of her show. She was like, we are not doing this. Busts out of your Fire TV or your Apple TV or whatever Dude, you got. I <laughs> yeah, because was... Hulk just came down from space to help her fight. I was like, what the... Right. Th it was very confusing. Hulk came down from space. The bad guy turned into a Hulk. The abomination was there. And she And was the like, whole time you loved it. Or excuse me, <laughs> loved him. Right. And you're like, okay, now he's and, a bad guy and again? So, so Jennifer and you as the audience is going like, wait a second. None of this makes any sense. Like, this is all, this is like a terrible plot. This is, this is how they're ending the show. And so she says that. And there leaps out of the show to go confront the writer. It was like the freaking Disney Plus screen. I was like, yes. what? <laughs> it was, it was unreal. She goes into the writer's room and, and she talks to Jessica Gao, who was the head runner, head showrunner for the show. And she's like, well, I, don't, I, I didn't make all these decisions. Actually, it was, that was Kevin. You got to go talk to Kevin. And so she goes into this like secret room. Well, and um, hold on. I just have to say... Luis was so mad. So Why? Mad. I'm over here like, this is so cool. And he's like, I hate this so much. That is so stupid. <laughs> Why would you do that? It makes no freaking sense. Which part? Have her jump out of the show? Yes. No, I'm all cool with breaking the fourth wall. But at this point, you're telling me that none of that is real. Because that does right. not happen. So stupid. I thought it was funny. I thought it was fantastic. I thought it was funny as well. Um, I, think, I think that... It's interesting, you know, Deadpool and She-Hulk are like the two characters in Marvel who do break the fourth right, wall right. In, in the comics and in the cartoons and stuff like that. They talk. And I'm to not the opposed to that, but that was just. I'm using a very bad word. Believe me, but that no. word. dude, that was so stupid. Um, so yeah, and in the comics, they 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 do both break the fourth wall frequently, and so I think, you know. In terms of the show stamping its own identity and saying, like, we're not like the other shows. We we, we don't just break the fourth wall. We smash it and hop out of it. And, and we like shoot all over here. I, 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 Literally I, I enjoyed watching it. It was, it was very funny to me. Um, I think what I liked about it was that it... Yes, it... Well... At least from a show perspective, it was funny. It, it, I think it's more funny to us because we know who Kevin is. That's true. You know, like if you didn't, if you weren't like hot into MCU, you'd right. be like, who's Kevin? This is stupid. That's yeah. true. You know? Or, or even like on the flip side of it, if you're like, I don't know, like if you're like 10 and you don't, you don't care about Kevin Feige, mm -hmm. you just care about Iron Man and Black Panther mm -hmm. and Black Widow and Thor and She-Hulk and Hulk all messing stuff up. You know, I could see how this wouldn't, be a, a part yeah. of the show for you but also you know the show isn't necessarily for you um but yeah that was it was fantastic mm -hmm. and it, i think that they didn't overdo it that's a personal thought but um i it'll be interesting moving forward because i don't love deadpool and i think that they do overdo it mm. in his okay um and i don't like the idea of her doing it 
in classic MCU. Right. Like I'm not happy movie. with that. No. Yeah, I don't I, and I don't think that they would do that. Like I think they would keep her fourth wall breaking to her own thing. Right. Just like if they happen to bring Deadpool into an MCU movie, I don't think he'll be breaking the fourth wall like he does in his movie. Yeah. You know, not at least not not anywhere near as much. Like I, if I he does it to happen. himself, that's one thing, but I don't like the idea of him talking to the viewer. Right, or like right? pausing and, and moving out of frame or, yeah, or doing no. anything like that. I don't think that'll happen in something that's outside of his own right. universe thing. And same with, with She-Hulk. I think. Like I if think she talked to herself in the mirror, like, girl, you need to get it together right. or something like that, then it'd be like, okay. Exactly. But I want you talking to me. Yeah. <laughs> So I, I I I think if if they keep it contained to this, then it is it is pretty perfect. So anyway, she meets Kevin, um, and Kevin isn't the exact Kevin Feige that that I imagine him to be, but it's pretty close. He's got a he's a robot with a little hat. <laughs> that was ridiculous. <laughs> Do you think he wears a hat like that? Yeah. Uh, he, oh, he wears a hat like, like that. Day. I mean. Basically. I've never seen Kevin Feige without a hat. Correct. Okay, he, well he then he always fantastic. has a baseball cap on. All right. And he's got the coolest Marvel hats in in human history. Every time he comes out and announces all the new movies that are coming out, he's got like the hat of the the newest hottest thing that he's that, that's going to come. Like there was like a Blade hat, there was a Black Widow hat, you know, yeah, he got all the, all the hats. That's awesome. Um, so Kevin is an artificial intelligence that claims to be in charge of the Marvel Cinematic Universe's storyline decisions and persuades it to rewrite the finale, to which it reluctantly agrees. <laughs> like, Jennifer really has to lawyer up here and convince him that this is the right decision to make and that his, you know, hulky decisions are wrong. Um, returning to her own show... She finds that Todd Phelps and Emil Blonsky have been arrested while celebrating with her family and Matt Murdock. Bruce Banner returns from Sakaar with his son, Scar. After regaining her job and being cleared of all charges, uh, Jennifer vows to continue her work as a lawyer and the superhero. And in a mid-credits scene, Wong breaks Emil Blonsky out of prison and takes him to Camartage. Come on, bro. Let's go watch The Sopranos with Madison. And that's the end of the show. Um, so that last part with Hulk and his newfound son, uh, this is something that, that I, I, I anticipated, but I, it was like a, it was like a comic book nerd anticipation kind of thing. Cause Hulk in the comics, there's an event that's called World War Hulk, where Hulk goes kind of crazy and Tony Stark and, uh, Captain America have to send him to space. And when he goes to space, he lands on the planet Sakaar. He armors up and he becomes like the king warrior of the planet. And he uh, has a family and then, you know, returns to Earth and turns back into Bruce Banner. And he's like, whoa, that was weird. And then his family shows up uh, on Earth. So this is a slightly tamer and much more civilized version of that where Smart Hulk went back to Sakaar and apparently he had a lady love over there. And she birthed the Hulk, which is, you know, she must have been a big lady. Um, <laughs> so, so Scar in the, in the comics. But here's my question. Yes. And you tell me what you think. Mm -hmm. So there was all kinds of timey-wimey on Sakar. So do you think that that was pre this? Like he's a kid who's been growing up since Thor Ragnarok? Or do you think he just went there timey-wimey and then came back I with think a child? It, I think it's a little bit of both. Right, because since Ragnarok, there's been Infinity War and Endgame, which is like a year later, and then the five years later, mm -hmm. right? 
and then a few years after that to get to to She Hulk. Yeah. So it's like mm-hmm. twenty twenty five in the, in the MCU right now or whatever. So in between that time, you know, the kid could have grown like five or six or seven years or whatever. Because how he looked like he looked like a teenager yeah. at the very least. But also, I think there's some space timey wimey things yeah. going on where when Loki showed up in Ragnarok on Sakaar, you know. Thor didn't show up until like two weeks later. Or yeah. Like that, right? Yeah. And that was from Asgard to Sakaar. So from Sakaar to Earth, there might be some Tiny time wines. dilation. Sure, Like sure. what happened in Buzz Lightyear. Sure. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and Interstellar. Um, so yeah, I think, I think there's some timey-wimey stuff going on. And Hulk had been on Sakaar... For like two years, two years, two I think years. So add on, so it had been like a nine-year difference between sure. him getting there and this kid showing so up. So he very at well the could be. Well, and do you think maybe that's why he went back? Because it never told us why he went back to Sakar in the first place at the beginning of the season. Right at the he beginning just of left. the season, they get attacked by a Sakar ship. He had a he had a child support uh, court date. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Bruce Banner, you've been served. <laughs> you got to, we're putting the DCSS garnish, is coming for you. We're putting the garnishment on your wages, bro. All right, it's happening. <laughs> no more science funding for you. Mm-hmm. It's spousal support and child support. Get ready. Oh. <laughs> um, so oh. if I remember correctly, I think in the comics, he had, you know, wedded like a warrior queen there. And then... As he should. As he should. And then in the time yeah. when... Like Bruce Banner went back to Earth and Sakaar came to Earth. I think the Warrior Queen had died. So the mom, I think, is out of the picture. So in, in this show, it might be that like whoever that Sakaar and ship came was was somebody trying to get revenge on, on mm-hmm. Hulk for leaving or something like that, you know. And he had to go back and get his get his boy. His so, love child. <laughs> so all I have to say mm-hmm. is that my heart swelled and burst with her going back to her family. And her family is hilarious. Her family is so funny. She got the, uh, the cousin that was a DJ. He, <laughs> he popped up a couple times. Her dad is just her dad is a good. freaking hoot. When, he, when she told him that he got a, that she got attacked in an alleyway and then hulked out and beat up the dudes, he's like, well, you got to get more security around. We, we got to beef up your place. I'm bringing some security cameras over. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, the security cameras dad, are going to do it. She's, I'm invincible. Oh, God. <laughs> so funny. But when they go back and have this, uh, like, family picnic mm-hmm. and you see Matt Murdock as Matt well you see Matt Murdock right. getting to be like a normal person a normal outside guy. of a lawyer mm-hmm. is just on a level casual Matt they call oh. it <laughs> it's a level it's cool and once again them like staying together as a couple is like it's pretty cool it's pretty awesome I I I so then it. it makes you wonder, like, is she going to be in the Daredevil show? Right, that's the thing. Well, you know, Daredevil, I mean, I don't know if you watched the three seasons of his show, but he gets around. You know, he's got quite a few ladies it's true. in his life. I you don't know, like he, it. He, the man cannot be tied down. And in fact, I don't think I Daredevil... I don't appreciate that with Jennifer. <laughs> okay? Electra, I don't care. Right. Okay. Karen, goodbye. <laughs> Karen's got other priorities with the mean killer man, okay? Right, 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 sure. Scowie. Um, so yeah, I think I think Daredevil is set to come back in the Echo show and then <sighs> in his own show. Yeah, um, So yeah, Echo. We got to watch Echo just to see where Matt ends up next. <laughs> um, but Echo is also, in the comics, a love interest for Matt Murdock. So 
the man. I wasn't around. fond of her. Like, right. I did Pointless. Nor, nor will. I mean, I, it was okay in some points, but I don't know, think it was enough for a whole show. Anyway, go listen to our Hawkeye episode for, for, for more of that, those opinions. We don't want to. <laughs> don't go back. Um, I mean, you can listen to the episode, but like. <laughs> but don't go back. No, don't go Hawkeye. back. Um, so yeah, that was. Plus, the- that's a bad episode for us. <laughs> <laughs> that was our first episode of this year, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was way back, right? Because it was like a Christmassy show, and we must have done it in like... January it was Die Hard, or what's the one that's Christmas that's not Christmas? Yeah, yeah, Die Hard. There you go. Batman Returns. <laughs> All the classics. Stupid. Iron Man 3. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, so that, that's the end of She-Hulk, right? Um, I loved it. Uh, we, we, all, we all ended up liking it a fair amount. On Rotten Tomatoes, this show has one of the craziest splits between audience and critics I've ever seen. On the tomato meter, the critics, it's an 85%. Certified fresh. This is the hotness. The audience score is 33%. 33? 33%. So the that crit- is rotten as rotten. Right. The critics' consensus... That's Batman v Superman. I know. It's terrible. The critics' consensus says, whether she's fighting bad guys, defending a client, or managing her messy social life, She-Hulk attorney at law passes the bar for binge-worthy viewing. Um, the, the I can agree with that. Yes. Wholeheartedly. Absolutely. You guys binged it? We did binge it. Mm. Two days, I think? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that would have been nice. We, we watched it week to week. Um, and it was quite enjoyable, you know, waiting to see what would happen uh, come next week. You know, will they bang again? We, we want to we know. Um, so I, I think I think what is happening is that this show is being review bombed because on IMDb, it also has a five out of ten. Um, like purposefully for what purpose? Well, I think that the show was so heavily parodying the men of the internet who like to complain about things. Yeah. Oh. That the men of the internet who like to complain about things are complaining about this show. What are they Dude. called again? Incels? They're Incels. trolls, they're incels, all of it, you know? Uh, the intelligentsia, as it were, of real life. You know what? The Reddit bros, the 4chaners, they're the out Reddit there. The Reddit bros. And they have access to Rotten Tomatoes and IMDb as well. Um, and they're probably the only ones out there rating these in the first place. Right. Because no offense, yeah. I've never thought enough about a movie, <laughs> regardless if I love it or not. I'm not going I in. I hardly rate it even in this podcast. I <laughs> think I'm going to spend the extra time and rate it. I have to write it out. No. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I don't take offense to that as a person who has written reviews for movies. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you creep. <laughs> but not like this. You're so, a full creep. So <laughs> I pulled up, I just pulled up the IMDb reviews and. These first few are already like, this thing is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. So this is a four out of ten. I have I haven't read this beforehand, so excuse me if I hit some bad language or whatever. Um, this is a four out of ten uh, from I can't wait. Writes Shergle and says, and this is the end of the road for Marvel. <laughs> this is truly bottom of the barrel stuff. Nobody asked for this show, but it was shoved up on us hapless souls anyway. Hapless souls. Walters came across as obnoxious. Va- va- vacuous? Yeah, vacuous. And, and full of herself. There was no effort made at all towards character development in the first episode, which looks like a poorly crafted music video from the 90s. 
The first episode Excuse obviously serves. Excuse you. I'm going to need you to back up <laughs> on music videos from the 90s. <laughs> Poorly crafted. Um, the first episode obviously are serves. You Gen, are you Gen Z? Gen Z, maybe. Uh, the first episode obviously serves as a placeholder for more schlock. The show is trying to be sex in the city with a PG-13 rating and female Shrek. Oh, sick burn, dude. Um... <laughs> Because she's green. Because she's green, yeah. Marvel's idea of setting up strong female characters with exposition dumps instead of focusing on having them go through a journey to realize their true potential. Mediocre shows like Ms. Marvel and now She-Hulk, which should in fact be called The Abomination or She-Shrek Attorney at Yawn, should Hold just on, I'm not gonna need be allowed to, back to see up. daylight. Ms. Marvel was good. Ms. Marvel was good. I need to... I need to throw that in there. I thought Ms. Marvel was very I liked it good. a lot. This person, <laughs> not 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 this not this guy. Um, uh, and you know it's a guy. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a he guy. He hates women. The only shows he mentioned were Miss Marvel and She-Hulk. <laughs> he hates women. Um, at the end of the first episode, I could feel the bile at the back of my throat and a haunting realization that Marvel has officially run out of ideas. So it's basically <laughs> running on fumes now. The way she gains her powers is a joke, and the way she overcomes the cons of being a Hulk is so laughable and indigestible that I have been having digestion pills since I saw the episode today. Today? <laughs> well, I'm glad it's only been a short time for yeah. you, sir. So he obviously, he obviously wrote this review, this scathing review, after just one episode. But I, I, I assume that that's kind of the tone of all of these. No, we need another. Please um, give let's me see here. Oh, this one has a whole bunch of bullet points, all right? <laughs> this, one, this one is on IMDb rated 4 out of 10. But in the title, he put 3.9 out of 10. She-Hulk for babies. All right? Warning, spoilers. I knew it couldn't be good. I saw the impressions and ratings. I read all the available reviews. I felt it in my blood to be a deception. But I was half wrong with the balance plate heading and converging toward a shaky four. Oh, my God. Okay. I don't, um, these are all bullet points. <clears throat> it is good for kids knowing nothing about the Marvel She-Hulk comics, magazines, and stories. Bullet point. It is funny and unrealistic in a cringy way. Bullet point. It is horrible and terrible at the same time and taking us non-kids mortals for clowns in a big circus. Bullet point. The VFX CGI section is good in a kindergarten way good. Bullet point. The yo-yo screenplay storyline is all messy, false, and a big lie to our faces. Bullet point. The origin of She-Hulk and how she gained her powers is a total disgrace and disaster. Bullet point. The development and semi-mastering of her powers like cans of tuna fishes. Uh, bullet point. Excuse me? I, I don't know what that sentence means. And <laughs> I don't think we have enough time for me to figure it out. Um, the bullet point. I'm done. Her transformations and unrealistic state of her clothes after that are like as if your hairs are caught on fire every time. What is, this? what is he talking? What is happening? What do these things mean? What? Bullet point. This is the last bullet point. The disgusting runtime of 35 minutes is basically five minutes less as if that runtime was a big 75 minutes as seen and masterminded probably be by Jessica Gao. What? I, did you read that correctly? I believe I did. <laughs> I'm going to read it again. The disgusting runtime of 35 minutes is basically... Five minutes less, as if that runtime was a big 75 minutes, as seen and masterminded, probably by Jessica Gal! Exclamation point. Dude doesn't know math. Dude doesn't know English. <laughs> Holy moly. Um, he goes on to say, 
and these aren't bullet points. The huge <laughs> acting talents of Tatiana Maslany are wasted in this production. I can already tell, and Mark Ruffalo's presence and cameo in this episode would be the last, hopefully. Jessica Gao, focus on Jennifer Walters and her own story. Eight more, eight more episodes are left to remedy your utter failure. Though, I know that they are already finished and what is done is done. <laughs> I'm glad you know how TV Ooh. works, sir. Holy moly. That one was rough. That is hilarious. That so that was, was all based off of episode one. Of the first episode. Like, he has a lot to say about to say. 30... I'm 35 really, minutes. You know which what? five minutes less than a big 75 minutes that Jessica Gao masterminded a provision of <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> um... Let me go by review date and see if I can find a little bit of a fresher one. That's probably one. one of the best reviews. <laughs> um, oh, that's way too I wish long. you could like bit. message the people who posted these <laughs> And be like, bro, are you okay? So, <laughs> are you how right? mad do you have to be to write a review like that? All right, I'll, let, let me read one more, okay? Cause this one is from just a few days ago, so I think it might have more of the whole show. It's a one out of ten. Oh. <laughs> the title says, ding, 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 we have a winner. This um, is by far the worst show of 2022. So very poorly written, driven by angry female writers and directors. Every single episode just sinks lower and lower. Repetitive displays of white men acting like idiots and violating women. Every third sentence is from a women preaching the evils of men, especially white men, crying and screaming about the emotional damage they all suffered. It just goes on and on and on. And written this... by a white man <laughs> yeah, who is definitely... Oh, by the way, this is written by Richard Alcroft, 10222. Um, <laughs> 10222. Uh, let's see. And the so-called fourth wall they claim to be breaking, LOL, excuse me, dot, 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 LOL. <laughs> Sorry, but you are decades late to that race. Wayne's World did it in the 90s. And as usual, Disney forced the inclusion on us. Blatantly obvious scenes that just made me cringe while suffering the horrific dialogue. How this series rates as high as it does is beyond me. It's just the cherry on top of Marvel's decline. <laughs> this is an upset white man. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I really love it when people say that we're forcing women things right. on you. Well, How you dare you what? force I'm sorry that you've been forcing over your half of the population's opinions on me. How dare how dare you? Well and you've been forcing your white men thing on us for <laughs> ever. Forever. So that's 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 classic. So I, I think those are the kinds of reviews that are being written about this show <laughs> that uh, I'm not really taking to heart as uh, the true opinions of people who actually watch As not it. a white man. Right, well, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, this, I mean, all of these ones that I just read, they were all so butthurt about what had feminism. happened. Feminism. Yeah, about feminism. Uh, exactly. Yeah. I'm like, ugh. Do you have a mom and a sister, bro? Have you ever talked to a woman before in your life? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so at all. Oh, so, my God. I'm sorry. Than, that was... Honestly, the best reviews yeah. that you've got to, uh, yeah. to read. Did you say good. it was a 33%? 33% on Rotten Tomatoes. Like I said, I, I, think, I think it got review bombed, basically, by, by all, these, all these dude bros. All by who these all, incels. Who are all mad and upset <laughs> about Chilo. Dude bros. Dude bros, you know? Hey, bro, where the dudes? Hey, dudes, where the bros? <laughs> I'm a dude bro. <laughs> dude bro. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh. So, 
Listeners, please, if you feel this way, just don't comment on this. Maybe unfollow us. Unfollow, because this is an unacceptable... (laughs) If you wrote that... Well, yeah. Yeah, I definitely don't want you listening if you wrote that. But you probably aren't anyway. I think we're, we're... I don't know. I don't know what you think we are. We have half women here. So we should have a 50% on Rotten Tomatoes, at least. <laughs> at the very least. Um, there, uh, so there are 600 critics' reviews, and there are 18,493 user ratings. <gasps> yeah, that's a lot. And that's 30, 33%. That's the 33%. Good God. 18,000. Yeah, so. Over half of them absolutely hated this. They, they, well, the, or so they say. Um so yeah, uh, let's give our ratings of the She-Hulk. Um, Luis, why don't you start? Uh, I'll give it. Overall, I think it was like a good seven to me. If you, yeah, I think I'd give it a seven. Sam, yep. Emily? I'm gonna give it an eight. I'm like actually want to give it like an eight point five, but I don't know if I. Hmm. I'm going to give it an 8.4. 8.4? Or 8.25. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I, I really liked it. Mm. And honestly, thinking back on it, I think I like I appreciate it more like outside of the episode. Sure. Because it, it has, I mean, I think good things, mm-hmm. themes. Right. It, it resonates well. It's very, um, it's timeless, mm-hmm. even though... Right now, it's very culturally appropriate right. for it's where very we're at. Of the time, with Megan the Stallion and the the, the Reddit well, threads that, and whatnot. Well, that, but <clears throat> also like what's happening socially right now. Right. But at the same time, it's timeless because it's not like these are new problems. Correct. These are. They're just the most updated versions of yeah. those problems. I mean, ghosting has probably happened forever. Right. It's just we're calling it ghosting. He hasn't written me a letter in four. Fortnite. <laughs> I was gonna say Fortnite. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> um, Michelle, would you like to wake up and give a rating? Oh, no, no, okay. If you guys would like to know, there are two. We're saying nine. Michelle's gave a nine. There are two sleeping Mortons right now. That's true. One is in my arms. The other one is next to my arm. (laughs) Um, Michelle gave it a nine out of ten. And she she swatted him away, which was really fun. And I was swatted away afterwards. Um, I am going to give this. I think I'm going to give it. I think I'm gonna give it a nine as well. This one is really high up on my list of, of MCU shows. And honestly, I've been fairly busy this week as, as we, we lead into, into Thanksgiving. Um, so I haven't had time, but I, I really wanted to watch it again so before, before we, we, we recorded this podcast. And um, I'm about to go on vacation and I think I, I, might, I might just download all the episodes onto my iPad and, uh, and have myself a watch party. Just so everybody knows he's, they're going to Hawaii and he's gonna download and watch She-Hulk in Hawaii? Yeah, on the beach, feeling the sun, having some fun. <laughs> Watching She-Hulk. Watching She-Hulk. Let's go. Good God. <laughs> this is how I vacay. Okay, now you have to remind me, because I could be uber wrong here, mm-hmm. but in what movie, was it at the end of Spider-Man, the home, the last one? No Way Home. Well, no Way Home? Is mm-hmm. that what it's called? Yes. Um, where Venom was like, at a bar in Mexico or something? Yes, correct. I always think that they're going to this... He he wasn't at Hulk's little... 
No, he wasn't at the Hulk's little 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 bar nook or whatever. He has a little cabana that he's got out there. I don't think so. He was like at a bar. But it is very interesting that two MCU projects in that close proximity had bars in Mexico where you know the superpowered characters are hanging out. Mm-hmm. Um, like he could just bar hop right on over to Hulk. Yes, exactly. But at the same time, I think you know Spider Man. The 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 MCU Spider Man movies are are always a weird mixed bag with, with how tied in they are to the rest sure. of the MCU. Because I'm almost certain that like that Venom scene is like all Sony. Sure. You know, Sony is the one who put that in. They're the ones who had him pop out of his movie into Spider-Man sure. No Way Home and then right back out. <laughs> yeah. You know, that was that was their way of of making themselves and the symbiote a part of a part of the MCU. Sure, because um, he's yeah. Right. Because so, he's not gonna be in any other thing. So I don't even know. though can you imagine? Right. Can you imagine? Venom hanging out with the Guardians or whatever. Oh, <laughs> um, oh my god, Venom next to freaking Nebula or something. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, that'd be crazy. <laughs> that would be fantastic. Mm, your head doesn't look tasty. <laughs> it's made of metal. Um so uh yeah, so I don't know how much those two are connected, even though Venom and Hulk technically might have been in Mexico at the same time. Okay. I don't think that anything is is probably going to come of of that. Okay. Unfortunately, but it would have it would have made a cool connection. All I right. guess. She I was up. trying to connect things. Right. Don't need to be connected. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. Do 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 do. So yes, that's it for for She Hulk Attorney at Law. Let us know what you thought of the show. Are you a raging incel who has harsh words to say? <laughs> Uh, put it in the comments down below no, at the wall <laughs> at the wall pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Are you a raging insult? <laughs> Let us know what you thought of She-Hulk. Um, do you think they call themselves incels? I think they do because it's 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 putting themselves as like the victims. Oh, like I'm involuntarily celibate. No one will come to my aid, and I will I must suffer for it. You know. If I could, I would not be celibate, but I, I simply cannot. I simply cannot. And it's because of those evil women. They're, so they're pretty, evil. So they're pretty much priests. <laughs> yeah, very similar to priests, so funnily enough. And it's their, it's women's fault versus God's fault. Right. right. Yes. Right. Exactly. Exactly. I, <laughs> I'm done. Evil. Um, put it in the comments. Send a message to contact at thewallballpod.com. We'll read your message on the show. No, we won't. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we probably won't read none of those. Um, uh, you oh, can keep up fun. with us uh, next episode. Um, at the end of next month, it'll be uh, the holiday season. And in, uh, in stepping in tune with that, we are going to be talking about Guardians of the Galaxy, the holiday special Available on Disney Plus. I think it. I think it might have come up like just now, or maybe tomorrow, or something like that. I think it's coming out like Probably this weekend tomorrow. or something. Um, the weekend of Thanksgiving. <clears throat> so check that out, and we will have it to you before the uh, 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 the twenty fifth of December before <laughs> Christmas. I don't know why I couldn't think of the word Christmas, but it does not. It did not come to me. Um, check that out. And, the twenty fifth of December. <laughs> yes, and let us know what you think of the Guardians holiday special after you watch it as well. Um, that has been it for us. We will see you next time for some Guardians goodness, The Vault. Excited.